Welcome back, listeners, to another Ag Watchers podcast. Uh, we thought it's worthwhile to do another quick one today, given what we've been seeing in regards to international grain market movements and also a bit of interesting stuff on the Eki happening. Uh, you've got myself, uh, Matt Delgleish, also known as Meat Watcher on Twitter, and uh, with me, my esteemed colleague, Andrew Whitelaw, uh, also known as Wheat Watcher. Uh, Andrew, what's been going on in the grains market, mate? Uh, just as for you've not you forgot to mention the fact that you're also a livestock leader, but we can uh, everyone knows now because you've told everyone that, that you're <laughs> representative. Uh, what's going on in the grains market? Before we start, okay, I'm just it would be remiss of us to not mention the guest we just had on. Oh, jeez, <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah, um, just sending out. I'm, I'm hopeful that um, he's, you know, he's listening to the podcast more regularly, and he's probably got a bit of spare time. Andrew Freshwater, after our podcast, um, had a bit of an accident by the look of things on social media. Um, so, and it was ironic. Andrew, we were discussing about oh. the, the difficulties in regional areas and accessing healthcare and hospital and stuff. And here he is, finds himself back in again. Um, we wish you, Andrew uh, Freshwater, a, a very speedy recovery, and, and hopefully. Um, yeah, everything's all right there. So very less, um, less surprising. Less, less, less than 24 hours after coming on the podcast, he ends up in the hospital. Mm. Jeez, what luck! Mm. Uh, hopefully, hopefully um, he gets he gets back um, back on deck uh, very quickly. Yeah, get 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 back into it. I uh, hope you get well soon, mate. Uh, and because we know you're listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, the grain market. <sighs> Jeez, it's. I woke up this morning. You know, at my normal time, I woke up early to go for a jog and a swim and eat some muesli and whatnot uh, before work. And then I looked at my phone and I said, oh, there's the price. Uh, I said, oh, must be wrong. I fell out of bed and then I you know, woke up the missus and, she, and she says, and I says, oh, you know, check that. Is that right? And then she says, F off, uh, get out of here. Uh, but no, it's been bloody crazy. Like rocket ship is, is the only way that, we can describe it you know if we look at uh, Matif which is uh, Matif rapeseed or, or canola so French French canola futures <laughs> on the spot market and gotta be aware this is a spot market we're talking about and the contract does expire next week so sometimes there is a bit of a bit of volatility around expiry in Aussie dollar terms it was up $55 uh, overnight uh, and we, we've been I've been saying for a while this is my favorite time of year. It's going to get exciting. Uh, everything's going to be happening. I didn't quite think it was going to get so exciting so quickly. Uh, but fifty-five dollars uh, is just 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 unreal. Uh, oh, look, there's a, there's, a, there's a number of different factors in there. And, and yeah, what's gonna, I was going to ask what's the what's what's the uh, word on the street, Andrew, from your um, Global connection. What's um? What are they saying is driving this? Well, well it's interesting. I, I spoke to uh, ABC journalists uh, early on in the week. I think it was on Tuesday. If we recorded a, an interview, uh, and was talking about how there was a rumor of of a Canadian uh, of a of a Ukrainian cargo of of, of rapeseeds going to Canada, uh, which caused a bit of a bit of stir with our, our contacts. Uh, at that point, it was a rumor. Uh, you know, rumor becomes fact, and we've we've found it. There will be a cargo of of rapeseed or, or canola going from Ukraine to Canada. Uh, that's a, a, a tariff for the books. You know, Canada's Canada's one of the the biggest producers or and the biggest exporters of of, of canola around the world. 
But the one thing they've actually done over the last probably 10 to 20 years is they've been massively increasing their crush capacity year on year. They've now got to the stage, uh, harvest is going to be well, September, October, and they're going to be running the stocks pretty dry. The cover's going to be bare by then, so they need something to meet the demands of those crushers. But we shouldn't think it's too unusual. You know, it's only two years ago that we imported uh, quite a substantial volume of wheat into New South Wales, which hitherto would have been considered a, an unusual circumstance. So crazy. Um, and, it, and it flowed through. It wasn't just the, the oilseed complex. It flowed through to, um, to, the, to the other grains as well. Well, we're seeing, we're seeing, we're seeing a big, big jump uh, in, in wheat as well. Uh, like the December wheat futures contract was up, uh, don't hold me to this, 16 Aussie dollars a ton. Um, look, and that's off the back of a number of things. The weather conditions in, in the US are not exactly conducive. Uh, we've seen a series of, of jumps in, uh, we've seen a series of jumps in the, in the price of, 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 of canola, which has really driven things as well. Canola's uh, corn's probably the big driver. Uh, but then again, we've also seen uh, the Russian wheat crop, you know, had gone up, was encroaching upon that sort of most analysts, including our good friend Andre, was talking about, you know, above 80 million tons, probably now starting to creep down a bit. Uh, so we're really talking a grains environment where it's teetering on the edge. And, you know, we've started the silly season already with, you know, some some pretty big days and some pretty big uh big values which look one of the things i would say is after you know what is how long old am i 15 years odd of, of talking to farmers about markets and whatnot is that there's always this perception that it is always going to keep going up and a price that you would have been happy with that you're a soldier firstborn to get a year ago no longer becomes attractive but you got to start actually thinking about uh doing something with it you can't just wait and say oh if it's 700 just now or if it's 800 just now by harvest it's going to be seven million dollars a ton it doesn't work like that you've got to start being a bit strategic and thinking about what you do some good prices on offer might be time to start thinking about your strategy and and, and how you actually use that so i think it's like it's it's fantastic it's it's just uh it's just it's just good like, mm. like we've got big areas of the country. Look, some areas are dry, but big areas of the country are, are planting into moisture, and we've got good wheat prices. We've got good canola prices. We've got reasonably reasonable to good barley prices. Uh, what more could we ask for? But I think the mm. only thing, and now to turn the tables on you, is it's not the only record. No, that's true. That's true. I was just we're, thinking we're, why we're, you're saying. Go on. While you were saying it, I was just thinking that this is exactly the type of scenario you kind of were talking about in one of your pieces you put out recently around this this time of the year is when you do get these silly moves. So it's good to see that your um your crystal ball, Andrew. That you, uh, that you use I, I, I wouldn't go I wouldn't go that far. It's pretty much common sense for anyone who's been ingrained to know that this time of year, from now to August, is when it's exciting. So I'm not going to take any credit for that. So you're saying that you don't have a crystal ball. You just um you just was a bit, a bit of luck, a bit of luck with the with the uh, analysis at the right time well it's not even i wouldn't even say it's right or wrong it's like it's it is just this time of year is exciting i didn't actually think it would be as exciting we know things are tight in canola read the articles mm. we've been saying that for a while mm. but but it's not the only record because i read somewhere that there's going to be almost a record fall in the ecchi <laughs> you know 
we 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 got a lot of calls and we got a lot of queries from people all the time saying, "What about this? What do you think of this? What do you think of that? You know, should I put oats in? What do you think of quinoa? What do you think of asparagus? You know, mm. you know, what do you think of haggis? You know, all these type of things come through is all the black time. Pudding, is black pudding really a superfood? Yeah. You know, our yeah. cro- I know Crocs are comfortable, but are they actually fashionable? All that kind of stuff. Mm. Clearly they are, but anyway, that's another story. But but yeah, we 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 got probably more queries about it than we've had on a lot of things is the suggestion that the Eki is going to fall by an what was the expression? An orderly ten percent per month between now and September. For the next five the next five months. Um that was so well, that's fifty percent. Yeah, well yeah. I was actually I was taken by surprise because I was actually lucky enough to be on the Victorian Country Hour chatting Eki prices and with Warwick Long, our, our, our friend and, um, and uh, co-media uh, you know, kind of uh, sensation um, that's been on the podcast, mind you. Um, very nice. Very well, we've, 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 we've caused this star to rise, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. um, yeah, I'm sure we didn't. But um, I was on there, actually, and it was, as you know, Andrew, um, sometimes we get the pre-recorded stuff, but this was a exciting live, um, live uh, take to the country hour. So and, I and, to, you, and you didn't swear like the nah, accidental. Nah, I had to be. Bit be very careful, very careful. Thankfully, the livestock leaders, trademark incorporated, um, the the program they they put me through there it definitely helped me with the live uh, the live setup. We don't have many live ones, but um, this was one. Um, and uh, and so I was a bit nervous, yeah, more nervous than usual with such a great celebrity and and all that. But I had a I had to field an actual query from the from the uh, the listening audience right there and then. And that query was indeed what we've been getting directly uh, on the TM website as well around this idea of uh, what's the chances of a, a 10% fall each each month for the next five months. Um, and so I, I kind of, I have done some analysis on annual movements down in the Eki. And, and so I had to kind of quickly on the spot do a quick mental so what, calculation. What's, what's the biggest annual fall then? Oh, I think excessive for an annual fall would be probably once you get to the 25, 30, 30% drop over the whole year. So you're talking that, double, double the most, double the biggest annual fall. Yeah. Well that, yeah, effectively, if you're talking a, a five month drop to that, but you can sometimes see a, a, a market decline by a lot and then recover in within the year. So then, you know, I wasn't exactly hundred percent sure because I've never looked at the month on month changes before. So, you know, on the fly and with a bit of gut feel, I kind of thought that 10% per month for the next successive five months sounded excessive. And that's, that was basically what I said. When, to, you, to when, you, say, when you say, when you say gut feel, it's experience and of, of being a livestock leader. Well, if you've seen, if for those that have met me and seen me in person, Andrew, when I'm talking gut feel, there's, there's a fair amount of gut there to feel a lot of stuff so that helps with the with well that's the, that's why that's why you're so knowledgeable because you got such a big gut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> full of knowledge is the stomach yeah full of something um love, and yes. uh so anyway i was on the i was on that show and i thought yeah just thought it was excessive and, I, and when i came off the show i thought gosh um as you know mate we like to make sure we can back up what we said with data so i thought that's probably a worthwhile analysis to have a look and see historically how much how many times have we seen the Eki fall uh, when it has come off? How much is the average fall over the last you know, 30 years or so of the Eki's existence on a month-to-month basis? Um, and is 10% considered out of the norm? Uh, which indeed it, it was the, the um, you know, it was beyond what you'd consider um, normal behavior. And when you look at consecutive falls, um, to have a market falling 10% for five months in a row, 
as in the ECI, that would take the ECI from, it's about 9.05 cents right now as of yesterday. Um, that would put the ECI at 5.35 by September, which is an incredible drop. Which is, just, which, is, which is probably more than an orderly fall. That's probably... <laughs> call it a crash. I was call it a train crash, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I've run some numbers and looking at that historic kind of, and um, it's probably best to jump on the team website to look at the article if you want to see the exact figures, but I would suspect um, at a worst case scenario this year, looking at historic kind of declines, if we saw a reasonable decline for the ECI this year, which may or may not occur, but if we just say we did see a big decline, you're probably looking at 750 as a, as a kind of worst case scenario. I'd be most surprised if we see a six on it this year, when we see, you know, when we see the normal kind of declines later in the year. Um, and to see a five in front of it, I just think is, you know. It's, it's a bit, 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 bit of scaremongering really. Seems a bit like it or just maybe. So Picking a number, picking a number without looking at the actual historic. Um, what what, what would have to happen? I, I know, you know, I don't want to, don't expect you to do some modelling on the fly here, but I do. Uh, use your rub your gut a bit and shake mm -hmm. it around and see what you come up with. What would be required to get the AK to five fifty in the next five months? Uh, we'd have to go back to the a, theoretically. What would yeah, we'd have to go back to a a, a fairly switch to a fairly. I mean, even if you went to a quick drought, there's enough moisture around the place to not make an impact straight away, I think. So I, you'd have to have, an, I mean, we haven't got the supply to turn off that much to push it that low, um, I don't think. So I, just, I can't think of anything, to be honest with you. That would push what about, what about in, and no, no exports to China? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I guess, I, I guess if we if risk, somehow, risk, yeah. So, so. We, You're we've talking, got, well, China's not a big market for that. So you're basically saying, actually, you'd have to be some of our key I hadn't, market. I hadn't, I hadn't finished, but you actually spoke over me, Matt. You know, maybe mm. you should go back to your livestock leaders mm. and, and do some more training. An end to, to Chinese imports, you know, an end to US imports, potentially, or, or diminishing of them. Brazil being a big, improving their exports. You're talking, you've got to have a lot of things in line to get to that 550. Well, mate, um, the US take a lot of that kind of grinding cattle that, that you know, the ICI kind of follows a 90CL quite a lot, which is the US indicator for, um, for, for grinding beef. And um, the US are down 50% on what they'd normally be at for, for Australian exports, you know, beef exports to the US, they're running at that 50% below normal. And we're still at 905. So, um, yeah, you'd have to have, you'd have to have a, a couple of disasters, I'd expect. Mm. So we'll see, we'll see. We'll 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 put a timestamp on this podcast, and we'll see. This is as of the twelve fifty year of our Lord twenty twenty one, twenty fourth of April. Matt Douglas says it won't go to below six hundred cents. The Eki. I, I won't go. Well, I don't September. think it'll go below. I don't think it'll go below seven fifty. To be honest, so I'm just not this you, year. I'm just giving year. you. I was giving you a bit of leeway. To nah, get get out with jail card. I'm happy to draw a line in the sand at seven fifty and say if we see it under seven fifty um, this year, I will pay all stroll. your debts. Pay all your debts. <laughs> I was going to say I'll <laughs> I'd stroll down the main street of Ballarat, which is Sturt Street, so it's a long street. I'll stroll down that big boulevard uh, up and down in my underwear. All right, you had it here. So that's it, yeah. Exciting times, really, in, in all agricultural markets and all pretty good for, for the consumers and uh, producers going forward. 
Uh, consumers are green. They're going to have to think about what they do in terms of their strategy because, uh, you know, years of drought and then impact on local basis and pushing up prices, then followed by overseas factors causing prices to be pretty much at what we've experienced in the drought. So let's hope they've got strategies in place. Uh, but yeah, let's see what happens next week and uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, thanks, for, thanks very much for listening. Uh, if you like this podcast, um, share it with your friends and family. If you don't like the podcast, share it with your enemies, put them through the, the pain that others have to listen to. Our dulcet tones week after week. Uh, enjoy yourself. Have a good weekend. Uh, Freshy, if you're listening, get well. Uh, and anyone who wants to be a special guest, please note this is the first time that somebody's ended up in hospital 24 hours after recording a podcast with us. We don't expect this to be a, a, a normal occurrence. Uh, but yeah, just get well soon, mate, because uh, we, we expect you to be on the podcast again pretty soon because we've got more stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, we'll leave it there. See you when you've got nothing on, mate. Ciao for now.